Hey, Reina. Welcome back to another episode of the Crown with Confidence podcast. Today's episode, I just really want to touch up on are you having issues with your body image and still struggling to take a look at yourself in the mirror or always criticizing your body? Then this is the episode for you. I'm going to give you some tips that have helped me to really overcome a lot of this area where I struggle so much with body image, how I think others perceive me, how I perceive myself, I really just want to shed some light on this topic because I truly feel that it's the lenses that we wear and the mindset that we carry about ourselves and the expectations of ourselves that could be really affecting us in this area. So grab a notebook and pen and let's get into today's episode. Hey, Reina. Welcome to the Crown with Confidence podcast. I'm your host, Monica Rojas, wife, homeschool mom, woman of faith, and the founder of BoxFit Queens, an online boxing fitness platform that emphasizes on the whole health of the aspiring modern-day Proverbs 31 woman. In this podcast, we will help you to build that confidence in who you are and who God says that you are. Because the last thing we want to worry about is wrapping ourselves in an identity that the world has given us. You know God has a calling on your life, but you're not sure how to confidently embrace that. With faith, wellness, and a mindset shift, you can begin to embrace the woman that you are while working towards the woman that you want to become. So if you're ready to transform and grow, look no further. It's time to straighten your crown, lace up your gloves, and dig deeper because you have been crowned with confidence. Let's get it, girl. If you want to be a part of a community of fitness, faith, just empowering one another in our journeys where we're at, go ahead and join our BoxFit Queens community. It's on Mighty Networks, which I love because when I got off of social media, I could not find any communities that were off social media. Everybody had Facebook groups. Everybody was in Instagram. Everybody was everywhere else. And I did not want to be back on social media for a little while. So I say that to say that if you're looking for a community, and even if you're on social media, it's okay. But I always like to give that option. If somebody wants to be off, they have permission to get off and they don't have to miss out on communities and things happening. So that community is free to you. It's down below. There's a link in there as well. Also, there's a link for your confidence journal. If you have not grabbed that, the next episode, I'm going to cover the confidence journal. I'm going to do a step-by-step with you so that we can cover that journal together in case for some reason it was confusing to anybody. All right, so let's talk about today's topic. This is about body image. And if you've been a listener of this podcast for a little bit, when I was branded as Mom's Breaking Chains, you know that I covered extensively in this topic about body image and just how it affects us. It affects us spiritually emotionally mentally it just really affects us and the the worst part of it for me that i think long term is that it would be passed on to our children if they continue to see us behaving in this manner right and if you're not familiar with what body image is maybe you don't know that you may struggle with it here and there but this is something that i think it's very common and i've known many women all walks of life super fit some that never worked out, some that are like athletes that still struggle with their body image. And 
I don't, I'm not one to put labels on anybody. I don't like to say how, oh, you're going to have issues with that or you struggle with body image this. But when we define like the, the symptoms of these kind of things that affect us, it gets us a better understanding of why we do things the way that we do. So it allows us just to dig a little deeper. So what I'm going to share with you are things that give you signs that you may be struggling with your body image. So, for example, if you find yourself looking in the mirror and the first thing that comes out of your mouth or the thought that comes out is something negative, chances are you may have some issues with that. Or if you see yourself as like this extremely overweight person or extremely underweight person all the time, you may struggle with that, too. Like those are some, you know, some examples of people that struggle Um, obsession with the scale um, obsession with validation and likes, um, obsession with comparing yourself to other people, how their bodies look, obsession with comparing yourself to your old body and old old ways that you used to be, or like you always you're always criticizing yourself. You're like always trying to fit into your old clothes, and you're just you're frustrated with it, or like you're really just hanging on to this thought of how you used to be. These are a lot of examples of struggling with body image. Now, here are some things that I do to help me with that. Now, I have a history of this. I dealt with this for a really long time, um, and it intensified when I became a mother. But I really, actually, it was a lot worse when I was a boxer. But it did get a little bit on the tough side when I became a mom because I gained weight. And currently, I'm still not, like, I'm not my lightest. I'm, I'm not the heaviest, but I'm definitely, like, right in the middle So I catch these thoughts coming back in when it comes to my weight or with my appearance because I'm not the athlete. I don't have the physique of the athlete I used to be. Um, I don't have the physique of the way I looked even a few years ago, you know. So I struggle sometimes with this and I'm just sharing these tips with you because I want you to know that even though you may struggle with these thoughts, you can counter them, right? You can counter them and the way you counter them is you counter them with truth, What does God say that you are, that you don't say you are? Because a lot of the times we're always wrapped up in this image and identity of what the world says we have to look like. Like we have to bounce back from our mom bod or we have to look this way or we have to fit in this size. Or if you're not a size this, then you're considered obese. And we get wrapped up in all these things. Now, that's not to say that we shouldn't be healthy and we shouldn't take care of ourselves or we shouldn't implement some kind of health. But the truth is... When we're mothers and we're pointing to our family and our home, like not all of us are concerned about having a physique of an athlete or a six pack, right? Some of us just want to be healthy so we can have a long life to be with our children. And that's where I'm at right now, right? I've gotten to this place where I just want to be healthy and strong. And I want to set an example of strength and empowerment to my daughter and my son because I don't want them to struggle with that. You know, I struggle with always obsessively getting on the scale to the point where when my daughter was two, she would always get on the scale behind me and or she would just see the scale and get on it. And I realized that I was doing it all the time, like multiple times a day. And when my weight would fluctuate, because that's what it does, like we're not the same. We're a different weight in the evening than we are in the morning. You know, by the time we eat and drink our fluids and all this stuff, we're going to be heavier. So when my daughter would get on the scale after me, it started freaking me out. I was like, oh, my God, she's going to like, you know, or she would look at herself in the mirror and try to like, you know, kind of look at her little like her little physique. And I was like, oh, my God, like she's already like having I saw these behaviors already coming out that she was 
um, copying for me, you know. So anyways, I say that I say that it's something real. You know, it a lot of us struggle with it. Some of us more than others. But I want to share with you these things that do help me so I can at least start practicing some healthy behaviors to when it comes to this area. So one of them is I do not step on the scale when I don't feel good about myself. A lot of the times this is like the week before I'm going to have my menstrual period. I do not get on the scale at all. Like I will stay away from it. I do not fall for the trap. I know I'm extra bloated. I'm extra grumpy. I'm extra moody. The last thing I need to do is go get on the scale. That's going to be high already because I feel swollen and bloated from about to start my period. Right. So I don't do that. Those are things that I just stopped doing because I always did it and I would feel it never made me feel better. And that's one of the things I want to ask you is like when you're doing these behaviors, I want you to ask yourself, is this going to make me feel better or worse about myself? When you start trying to get that awareness, it really is going to help you to start changing those behaviors and changing your mindset about why you do what you do. It's almost like when you think about something that makes you miserable, why do you continue to keep doing it? Right. Not to say that none of us have ever done it, but. I just think about that. Like when I know I'm going to feel miserable after doing this, I don't want to do it anymore. You know, Um, the second thing I do is I stop comparing myself to my old self or to others. This is one of the worst things that you can do, especially if you're somebody that struggles with your body image. Now, one of uh, I'm going to dig into comparing yourself to your old self first, because I notice this happens a lot, especially with moms that used to be athletes or maybe they were, you know, they were always running or they were always in some kind of a routine, maybe prior to coming, becoming a mom or prior to having multiple children or prior to getting married. And they tend to like always reminisce on who they used to be. And I can say that I struggled with this, too, because a lot of the times I would compare myself to the athlete I used to be, you know, I used to have time to work out three, four hours a day, sometimes five. It depends if I was in a training, you know, a training camp or something. So I get it. I get it. Like now, you know, if we're lucky, if we can get in a 30 minute, 45 minute workout, right with a busy schedule. So I totally understand. Um, And then the other one is if we're comparing ourselves to somebody else like that one, too, is, you know, it's, it's hard because. We're trying to now it's I want to just say this before I I finish my sentence, but I don't think there's anything wrong with admiring somebody else's life. I don't think there's anything wrong with seeing them as inspiration, with um, having somebody encourage you with their life and what it is that they do. I think that's beautiful. There's a lot of women that I admire and I love their life. But the problem comes when we start getting so obsessed about why about like trying to be like them or now we're in comparison mode and we're comparing our bodies to theirs or we're comparing our lifestyles to theirs or we're trying or we're kind of getting a little resentful that they have more time to go work out than we do and it just kind of starts to build up and when that comparison comes in that can be really negative for us and and it's it doesn't help anybody right like the truth is why do we want somebody else's life Why would we want to be like anybody else, right? Like God has made you so beautifully unique and gave you purpose. And this is your, if if you're at home with your children, you're raising your children, you're homeschooling your children, 
or you're the one that takes your kids everywhere to sports and does things, that is such a calling in itself. You Do you realize how many women wish that they could do that or even that wish they could have children? Like, I just always have to shift my perspective because I always remind myself that if I, th- if I think that I want somebody else's life, I visualize myself swapping shoes with somebody and thinking that I don't get to see my kids or I'd be a little absent. And this is just for me, right? This is not to say that if you work and you have a a full-blown business or your kids go to public school that you're doing it wrong. Absolutely not. I am not at all saying that. I'm just saying that I know for me, when I get caught in, um, in comparison mode, I already know that I don't want anybody else's life. And that's a big freedom for me to say that I that I can be okay with myself, right? Now back to saying about admiring. It's okay to admire somebody. It's okay to admire their life. It's okay to admire what they do. Don't get fixated on their life, right? Get back, shift the focus back on you. Get back to gratitude for your body, for your life, for your circumstances, for your children. Shift your focus because when you start getting trapped in this crazy comparison mode, you're gonna end up unhappy, you know, and I shared this last night on Instagram live with my friend Mikaela. We were talking about comparison and I just was like, you know, I finally am in a place where I can be OK with who I am. And it's not always like that. I'm not saying that I'm always going to be OK with who I am. But just for today in this season, like I'm embracing that, you know, I, a lot of my time is poured into my children, but I can make 30, 45 minutes time for myself. Right. So don't compare yourself. Don't compare yourself. Don't get trapped in this cycle, especially social media. Oh my goodness. I can't stress that enough. I feel social media can be a good thing and it could be a bad thing. Um, but I feel like a lot of us gravitate to the negative side of it because a lot of people are, are posting their life and posting things that we don't know what's really going on behind the scenes, right? I can be the first to admit that there were times when I'd be posting pictures and all this stuff. And I mean, I could just hit the right angle sometimes, you know, I could hit the right angles of how I'm losing all this weight or I could act like my kids were extremely happy. And the truth was that they didn't want to be taking a picture. You know, they were crying before the picture. They're crying after the picture. And I'm here like, come on, just take a picture. And then they would take it. And then I'd be like, "Okay, cool. Like now they look happy. But the truth is they were just crying five minutes prior to that because they didn't want to take a picture so I I just I get these things like um it's not always what it seems to be and it's okay it's okay if you do that it's okay if you post it's okay if you admire the women it's okay if you scroll don't get caught up in it because you're gonna get unhappy and I I just think that that's a big one that ties to our image how we perceive ourselves especially when it comes to our weight and and comparing ourselves to other people Because we start forgetting our own process, our own journey. And then we want to rush to be somewhere that we're not. And then we get frustrated. And then we take it out on the family. We're mad at ourselves. And like all of that just doesn't add to a good, healthy um, journey for ourselves. Okay. And then the third one is I pray. I pray and I ask God to help me remove these lenses that I have about myself about my body about the way I perceive myself because I already know when I'm not looking at myself from a lens of love that it's not something of God because God is love and if God 
loves us as we are. I know for me, if I can't see myself and love myself and appreciate myself right where I'm at, then the chances are that I'm caught up with lenses of what others think of me, of judgment, of, you know, anger, of bitterness. And I have to ask God to remove those lenses. And, you know, I think that if I I wish I would have known this a long time ago, I started implementing this part in my life, um, like within the last, you know, the last year. And it's really made a difference because although I've shared, like I'm not at my goal weight, I'm not right where I want to be yet on the process of getting there. I've learned to love and embrace myself where I'm at, you know, when I can hit milestones like go running again and I can go and hit a mile, mile and a half, sometimes two miles. It, it gives me that boost to say, hey, you know what? I may not be running like the athlete I used to be when I was running five, six miles, but I'm grateful that my legs are still working, that my heart's functioning well for me to be able to get this mile or two. Right. And I think when I start to see it from a lens of love, like I'm proud of you, um, you know, I feel encouraged. Right. I feel encouraged. And I think about it in a way of how I want my children to see themselves. Right. And, and I always go back to this because for me my my one of my biggest purpose and callings that I feel is being able to um, lead our children in the right way. Right. And and I think that if I'm leading my child into this place of hatred for themselves or this constant criticism, they see me doing that. Like that's the lenses that they're going to begin to wear because they're seeing their mom do it. So I think it's so important for us women mothers to make sure that we're starting to set that healthy tone um, that healthy that healthy atmosphere around weight gain and weight loss and um, the journey because our children are going to carry that with them and that's such a big deal so I feel that when it comes to this area when it comes to my prayer you know just ask God like remove any lenses that aren't from you right like don't let me see myself the way I see myself because I know that it's gonna it's not gonna be positive right so as I started to pray or like if I know that my feelings are a little more intense about how I see myself, you know, I'll turn that over to God, you know, and, and I just really have to be OK. Um, and then another thing I do is I journal that, you know, so that I can be OK with like leaving that there. Like I feel like I pray about it. I journal and it's like I get to leave that where it's at. And then sometimes when you go back and read your journal, you're like, oh, my God, I was talking like really harshly to myself, you know. But I think sometimes it's good for us to see that so that we can know why we're doing what we're doing. And you'll be surprised a lot of the times it's just that, you know, we don't feel okay with ourselves for that day. And that's okay. That's okay. And I still have bad days. You know, I still have days where I don't see myself um, all gung-ho, like positive and, and, you know, I can't, I don't always appreciate my bloatedness <laughs> and my little extra weight gain right but I tell you it's farther and fewer in between right um I will say my kids don't see me as fixated as I used to be and that's such a huge blessing and a freedom you know um and then the last one is that I stay away from diet trends diet culture um <laughs> any kind of celebrities that glorify diet culture or anything drastic that shows you quick fixes I stay away from any of that I don't follow accounts that do that I don't um, follow any celebrities and that's just me. You know, I don't follow celebrities I, I, I to, to begin with. And I think I shared this on another episode. I've never been one to like really care. <laughs> I don't watch the news. 
I don't care about people's um, life. I really don't. And like, that sounds terrible, but I'm talking about celebrities. I don't care about what they're doing. Like to me, it's just not value. It doesn't bring me any kind of purpose to know what celebrities are up to. Um, now, once in a while, I'll come across something inspirational that they're doing and I'll read it. But to just be like nosy and follow them and like follow these these networks that just update you on their life. Like that's just not my thing, you know. So I say that to say that I stay away from accounts that like glorify all this about um, like diet culture and make you feel like, you know, oh, basically, if you're not doing it this way, that you're like doing it wrong or just like a lot of um, what's the word? like glorifying their bodies in a way of like show like where they're they're flaunting them all over social media like the half naked women that are you know and I just I just stay away from that I used to follow a lot of accounts where you know there was a lot of like um fitness trainers and things like that and not all of them are in that are in that space um like the way the celebrities are but I do notice I have a I have some friends and some siblings that they're like obsessed with these celebrities and they're always like comparing themselves, right? And I'm like, why do you follow them? Like, you know, a lot of the times, a lot of their stuff is filtered, right? Or they're paying for surgery. Like, so I stay away from things like that because I feel like the enemy uses that to get in our heads to make us think that we're doing it all wrong. And if we're not back to our bounce back body within a month or two after having our baby, then we're doing it wrong, right? Or what's wrong with you? You can't bounce back or you don't look the same or like when they make you feel like, you got to look the way you did right before you had your baby. I just feel like that's not that's not reality. And all it does is it affects the way you look at yourself. Whenever have you seen one of those things? And does it more than likely it's going to make you feel discouraged than it is encouraged. Right. Um, I know some women now there's a small percentage where it, they'll see that and they'll get encouraged and they'll make changes in their life. There's a very small percentage of women that can do that for the majority of women. It's hard. A lot of times, rather than getting encouraged to go and make changes in our life, chances are we're going to feel discouraged and we're going to feel worse about ourselves because we're like, what are we doing wrong here? You know, so I'm just saying that be mindful, um, use your discernment, use your proper judgment to what to follow. And if there's a post or a, um, a, a social media account or any kind of email marketing or something you're following that just keeps adding to this, just be OK. Be OK if if you want to make that decision to to unfollow, you give yourself permission today to do that. You're not tied to anything, to anyone. And here's another thing. Even if you need to take a break from social media, do that. That's a bit that should actually have been the, the fifth tip. But that, you know, following uh, getting off social media is a big one. It did wonders for me when I was in my process of you know, really just needing that time to disconnect, like give yourself permission to deactivate your account. You're not tied to anything, you know, and the, you're telling somebody that's deleted their accounts like twice already business and everything like I've gotten off. And I did that because it just, you know, at the times that I was doing it, I felt this strong conviction to do that. Right. Like I felt so convinced that God was wanting me to get off because it was just tormenting me. And I don't regret it to this day. I really don't. And even though I'm back on Instagram and TikTok with my business account, I actually feel a lot of peace because I can go days without getting on um, to the point where I'm like, oh, man, you know, I haven't updated anything with Boxit Queens or I just haven't put out content. But 
there's not that obsession with it like it was when I had my personal account where I felt people had to see me and I don't have that kind of pressure today so give yourself permission if you feel like this is something that you want to let go of for a little bit this is exactly why I created my community off social media so if you want to be a part of community you don't got to worry about trying to follow communities that are just on social media like you can come hang out with me um, I'm on box fit queens I have the link below for mighty networks and you know posting content of tips for boxing and fitness stuff and wellness and implementing more things in that area for um for boxing so I mean for boxing for fitness so just be mindful of that don't feel tied to anything if you want to get off do it you want to stop following certain people do it um I just want you to have that permission so I am just praying for you mamas I just pray that um father god I just pray that you bring healing to these women that you just give them this peace in their heart and in their minds when it comes to their body image may you take off the lenses that they have their worldly lenses of what others have said, the lies people have spoken to them and replace them with your lenses, your lenses of love, truth, encouragement, empowerment, and let them know that they're deeply, deeply loved and that they don't ever have to believe the lies again. We love you. We thank you in Jesus name. We just pray that you overcome this. Amen. So I'm just hoping and encouraging you to use some of these tips because I feel like the biggest gift we can give our children is the gift of healing ourselves, right? So God bless you, mamas. I'll see you back here soon and you have a wonderful weekend. Bye-bye. Thank you so much, Reynas, for listening to today's show. If this episode has impacted you in any way, please share this message with another mom or woman that's needing to hear this message because together we can continue to be strong in our identities and stay crowned with confidence. If you're wanting to know more about our mission here at BoxFit Queens, please visit our website at www.boxfitqueens.com and follow our YouTube channel for some more amazing free content under BoxFit Queens as well. God bless you. Have a wonderful day and I'll see you back here soon. Have a good day. I love